Hey, Colleen. Hey, Hannah. So this is between a rock and a hard place, although it kind of looks like a storage closet. But seriously, we're here to talk about life in Iraq. Right. Colleen, we're not getting any younger. This is true. And uh, some people would say that that's like a negative thing. It's definitely seen as a negative thing in the U.S. Yeah, there's there's a pervasive culture of youth. Youth is good, age is bad. Right, die away your gray hairs. Yeah, oh my gosh. I'm still upset about the gray hairs that I found this week, but they were my own gray hairs, not like someone else's. That'd be weird. Kurdish culture doesn't doesn't see age quite the same way, although I do think there is a heavy Western influence coming in. Yeah, with the younger generation, there's still there's some of that influence out of TV shows and movies mm-hmm. and the yeah. internet. And, and just, like, yeah, pervasive youth culture mm-hmm. in Western culture. But there's definitely is still a respect for for age. Just the mm-hmm. whole, like, you are older than me and therefore I must value your opinion in a different way than I would someone my own age. Yeah, and even treat you differently than I would someone younger than me or my own age. Which was always kind of interesting living there and teaching there, in part because my students could never figure out how old I was. Um, (laughs) Well, none of the normal age markers worked for you because you just look different. Right. I look different. I wasn't married. I didn't have kids. Uh, I didn't wear a lot of makeup. Mm -hmm. I dressed very differently just because I'm Western. And I would also never tell them my age because it amused me. (laughs) Were Uh, you able to, like, come off as older than you were or younger than you were? Oh, no. They definitely thought I was younger than I actually was. Okay. Which maybe was a good thing, but not always. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, like the benefits of coming across as older or actually being older and we were just saying that our our stories of going to Iraq right out of college are kind of unique in the history of SGI that's not really typically been the way that people get there a lot of people do other things in their lives or have either traveled to other places or have spent time yeah just doing other things here in the U.S. before Mm -hmm. they decide to travel halfway around the world so we have had team members what would you say the age range kind of is i mean post-college everybody got to be post-college i mean except for some of the children of the family members who also felt like my team but yeah they weren't necessarily teaching or like hired as independent team members obviously um so yeah 22 to uh, i think the oldest people that have ever gone with servant group were in their early 80s which is awesome. Yeah. Like, I love that. I love that. They actually came back for a visit while I lived there, and um, they were in their mid-80s by then. Just super fun. Super fun couple. Everybody adored them. And I think that's something that we forget. International work, international ministry, is not a, a young person's game Mm-mm. only. No, I mean, it's a whole range, but I think... A lot of the more visible organizations that do trips and travel and stuff do target younger people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there are reasons for that. required. There are reasons for that, because there are benefits of being a younger person 
and starting out your life internationally. Mm-hmm. And you're, I think you're more likely to be an older person in international work if you got involved when you were younger. Yeah, so there's kind of that longevity kind mm-hmm. of thing that mm-hmm. if you start right out of college, you know, potentially you could spend the rest of your life doing this. I think younger people tend to be more open to kind of the adventure yeah. of it. Yeah, and maybe have less ties to what... Right, they're probably not homeowners and they probably don't have dogs or <laughs> kids to yeah. think about and take care of. There's also a lot more like enthusiasm and energy, mm-hmm. which can make, can make, I don't think it was true in my case, but can make them more outgoing and more like willing to try new things, be more sociable. Although I will also say that like being in Iraq as maybe a single female, maybe just because I was younger, there were fewer things for me to connect with people my own age over. Mm. Because in Kurdistan, most of the women who were my age were married or getting married. And so that kind of put them in a different bracket of society that I didn't really interact with. Because they don't, they can't really invite me to their home because I'm a single woman. And like, even though, even though they're married, they don't really want their husbands interacting with unmarried women. There's, there's like this time frame of when that's acceptable and it's not early on in the marriage. So I would go over to married couples' homes, but they were always, like, 40 years older than me. Younger. But that's not an obstacle that older couples face at all. I right. know that, like, some of the older couples that I knew definitely, yeah, enjoyed a lot more invitations from both married and single men and women. Mm-hmm. There was, like, something about them that was culturally safe. But as a as a younger as a younger person, you don't get that benefit. Mm-hmm. And I think male or female, because like if you get invited to a household that has teenage or young adult aged single children in it, there's kind of this like the only reason you would get invited to that household is if you were like potential spouse material for mm. one of their kids, right? A like, marriage prospect, which is awkward. Yeah. And I would get invited to, like, students' houses, but always with parameters of, like, you're only going to hang out with the student and the parents and not, like, the rest of the family. Right. You're here as teacher. Right. Teacher friend. Which was fine. I mean, I appreciate some of those boundaries and some of those, you know, really clear expectations. And I think, yeah, as a younger person, in some ways, it's really easy to adapt to those societal expectations and not having a lot of previous life experience to have already things set up in my expectations. Right. When the school worked a certain way, I didn't go, well, back at my school, it worked this way. Mm -hmm. So I think it should be done Right. Differently. Or this is the way that an employer should treat their employee. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I learned a lot about that since coming back to the U.S. Work-life balance is a little different. I do think as a younger person, I was able to connect with my students in a way Mm -hmm. that even the national teachers of a certain age were not able to because I understood their connection to technology and if they brought up some weird cultural 
American cultural thing that I hadn't heard of. I had the free time to and the know-how to get on the internet and figure out what it what the heck they're talking about. Right. Like I think I was in Iraq when that Korean dance music video thing was a thing. Yes. Gangnam style, that's Gangnam what it style. is. And mm-hmm. I heard about it at school and I was like, I have no idea what this is. Ooh. And then I got on the internet and watched it on YouTube and I was like, oh, oh. okay. I don't need to be like, stop doing that. Yeah. But I can also be like, that's enough now. That's enough. Whereas, yeah, sometimes the, our older teammates, you know, have struggled with either adapting to the technological problems that are there, mm-hmm. um, whether it's, you know, getting the internet to work correctly or or accessing different school materials that are online you know, some of those things can be challenges that aren't as much challenges usually for the our, our younger team members. I think travel is easier when you're younger in a lot of ways. Jet lag, I think, doesn't hit you as hard. Like, I feel like even in the last 12, 13 years that I've been traveling, I've felt the change of, like, how I physically respond to travel. Mm-hmm. And when I first was going... I mean, sure, the time change is hard. You wake up and you fall asleep at weird times. But the sense of exhaustion I had after my last travel, oh, I don't think I'd ever had it that bad. I also have found myself less willing to sleep in an airport. Yeah. Much more willing to shell out the 80 bucks a night to sleep in a hotel in a real bed and take a real shower. No more airports or train stations for me. Yeah, it just, it's not worth it. Yeah. I gotta sleep. Hey y'all, I just wanted to interrupt myself for a minute here to ask you to do us a favor. Share this podcast with someone that you think would find it interesting or amusing and uh, let them know about Servant Group International. We're always looking for more people who are crazy like us and want to go to Iraq. And so if you know someone who fits that bill, share this podcast with them. Pause while you have time. Share this podcast. Thanks so much. And now, Back to me. I think, too, it was good for me to see the difference that my older teammates, the different societies, people groups, uh, interactions they were able to have. And I, 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 I feel like I didn't have a lot of teammates that were significantly older than me. Um, I was in a t- on a team with a family that the husband and wife were are 10, 10, 12 years older than me, but they had, like, teenage daughters. Mm -hmm. So, like, where they fit in society was totally different from where I fit. And to be able to see some of the things that they were able to do and some of the interactions that they were able to have that, like... Yeah. I couldn't couldn't reach those people. Just society said, no, this is not your group. You don't get to go. You don't get to mix there in that way. I think that's a benefit of being in another country as an older person or as a married person or as a family is Mm -hmm. there are just some groups that you're going to naturally mesh with in a way that a younger single person isn't. Isn't. And I found for even like the next level up, you know, the the older gray-haired folks that they have this automatic before they've even said a word level of respect that their ideas are heard Mm -hmm. and 
listened to and applied in ways that as a younger person it, you're just dismissed. If you're trying to like help a school function or teach even, like some of those things are just very useful. Like I had a class I remember that I struggled to keep classroom management over even though I generally managed most of mine pretty well. There's one class I really struggled with. You brought in a guy who's in his 60s and shazam. He tells them to be quiet and they are. Right, that automatic <laughs> authority. Yeah, authority that I had to build and work for with that class finally managed to achieve, whereas they gave it to him right off the bat. When I went back to Iraq with my dad, I think I noticed some of that too, where we would get in a taxi and the taxi driver would immediately expect my dad to like give him direction, where my dad has no idea where he's going or how to communicate to anyone. So, you know, I have to pipe up from the back seat and be like, this is where we're going. This is, you know, how much is it going to cost? All of those things. And it was always a surprise to the taxi driver of like, oh. Oh, wait, who am I supposed to talk to? That's funny. I just thought about that in connection to the refugee families we serve here in Nashville and how many of them require their kids to translate school papers or doctor visits or, you know, basic power and water and apartment conversations for them and how that really does turn the social, the dynamic. social dynamic upside down for them. Yeah, because all older people are are venerated in a lot of ways mm -hmm. and if you can befriend older people like we we had some older neighbors that just like loved us and so we would spend a lot of time with them and because of that i feel like we had a better reputation in our neighborhood mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. these older people enjoyed us so we must be okay. Their opinion matters. Mm -hmm. in, a, in a way that is not a thing in the U.S. Mm -mm. That it's almost like, oh, whatever you like as an older person isn't cool. Yeah, and so we need to like not like it. There is also that, that line, though, of uh, Kurdish, Kurdish grandmothers mm -hmm. who always look disdainful. They always have a scowl. everyone. It's really intimidating at first if you don't, like, know to expect it. They can be some of the most lovely, sweet people. Yeah. But their face will look like they hate the world. Right. They hate you. They hate everything about you. At least in an American context. Right. Like, from our cultural right. perspective. And they, they don't. Like you said, they don't. They just... That's just the way they look. I remember going to a different neighbor's house the first time I ever visited with them and getting put in the fancy living room. Oh, yeah. With just the grandmother. Uh-huh. And being like, well, this is really awkward because I don't speak enough Kurdish and she doesn't speak any mm -hmm. English. And she's going to sit over there and scowl at me. And then realizing much later that, like, that was their way of honoring me, uh -huh. was like, we want you to spend time with this person that we... We honor. We honor. And so we are honoring you as our guest by putting you in this room where you don't have, an, you don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Like, you get to hang out here. We're going to take care of everything else. Yeah. And, you know, my 
25-year-old brain was like, this is super awkward. (laughs) But really, if you'd understood the cultural reasons for it, like, this was a blessing and a gift. Right, right. And then, like, she loved me after that. Uh Uh-huh. And she sat next to me. You passed the test. Yeah, she (laughs) sat next to me when we ate dinner and, like, put food on my plate and... She could tell that, like, because we sat on the floor, and she could tell that I was, my legs were falling asleep. Yeah, because if you're not used, if you don't grow up sitting on the floor, your your legs get uncomfortable. Yeah, and so she was like, once all the food got cleared away, she was like, she like slapped me and was like, stretch out your, like motioned, like stretch out your legs. And she did it too, Uh to make it okay for me to do it. And I was just like, this is awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It's like, I got grandma approval. Grandma approval. Yep. Those little ladies that'll kiss you, like, five times on each cheek. If, mm-hmm. Yeah. If you get in their good graces. If you get in their good graces. And I feel like that's, um, that's an area, a group of people that do get left out when only young people go to foreign countries because there is that societal gap. There's no one spending time with the older, the older people. And I feel like in societies that value their older people, like, what a great group to get connected with. Mm-hmm. And I think it gets it gets neglected. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it can be more difficult, too, because of the, the language barrier and mm-hmm. both older people, I think, all around the world and even, you know, in the U.S., t- can tend to be a little less flexible. That's true. And what they accept and what they are willing to put up with in other people and mm-hmm. have their expectations all lined up. Yeah, it's It must true. be this way because it always works that way mm-hmm. in my whole life. And you're like, but your whole life has been lived in this one cultural sphere. This I, one's different. I will say that is one thing that I have seen older expat people struggle with in Kurdistan. Not ever anyone on my team per se, because uh, I, I feel like SGI does a great job of preparing people for things being yeah. different. Setting um, those expectations is a different category. Right, but other people who have come in from other organizations or just on their own, that if things don't go exactly the way they would in America, they really struggle with how do I adapt to this? How do I deal with this? And that's, again, not exclusive to older people, but... What do I object to and complain about and cause a stink over? And what is just, this is really just the way it is. Right. This is okay. And I think it's more more noticeable in older people because they do carry that, that gravity of you are older and wiser. And so your opinion matters. Where if a younger person comes in and complains about stuff, everybody's just like, ugh. Always trying to change the world. The other thing, though, with older people that I think is one of the really big benefits that we haven't really mentioned is just their life experience and wisdom. And I know I really benefited from a lot of the older people on my team as they knew how to deal with people, also how to rightly prioritize things is this something that actually needs to be fought over as a matter of principle or is this something that needs to be let go of because it's not actually of the utmost importance yeah i really found a lot of my older team members to bring a lot of insight and balance and steadiness 
Yeah. And even like life struggle experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of they they know how to deal with hard things. Yeah. In a way that the younger people don't and they know like yeah, this is hard, but it's not the end of the world. Or they've struggled with some of those spiritual things. I I can remember a teammate telling me at one point that the the doubt and the struggle that I was dealing with, <laughs> she just straight up said, "That's a lie from the pit of hell." Uh-huh. And I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> There's so much freedom in that. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm pretty sure that same team member told me something like that. Yeah, and it's just like she had the life experience to recognize that where I didn't because I was young and I expected to doubt myself and expected that I I would be wrong Mm -hmm. about a big thing where it really was it really was just uh, a lack of spiritual maturity in in some ways so we need we need a mix of people I think I think that's really true we need young people middle-aged people older people all of Families, single people, retire people, people who have grandkids. We need it all. And I think, you know, all of those people then need to go in with both a lack of expectation and expecting that it won't be the same for everyone. Right. You know, they'll all have different roles and different callings, different parts of the same body, for Mm -hmm. example. Yeah. Different gifts Mm -hmm. and, and wisdom, a variety of wisdom. For both, like, new technology things on the younger people's side and just life life wisdom on the older people's side. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say if, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, it's too late for me, like, I've missed my chance, I should have gone as a college student, that's 100% not true. Nope. To, to share that wisdom from before, a, a lie from the pit of hell. Absolutely. You, you have not missed your chance. And maybe right now is not great timing. But maybe next year. But maybe next year. And if, if ultimately, if God is calling you to it, you should do it. Uh-huh. Don't be afraid of, of age. Age is just a number. <laughs> Which, you know, is also not true. But it shouldn't hold you back from, from doing what you think God has called you to do. Yeah, absolutely. So, figure out what that is. Go do it. And if you want to email us and have us get you in touch with some of our our more experienced team members. Absolutely. uh, We would love to do that. We should probably interview some of them at some point. They're all still, like, out there doing stuff. They're out there doing stuff. They're our role models. It's true. You can find us at Servant Group International on Facebook or Instagram or on our website at servantgroup.org. Yeah, and if you have a question that we haven't answered yet, send us an email or Facebook message. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Someday I want to grow up and be just like them. That would be amazing.